0: Welcome to our weekly and Episcopal Sermon podcast. We are so glad you found us. This is a live recording of the gospel reading and sermon from last Sunday's service at the Episcopal Church in Almaden. The life of this podcast depends on your listening support. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to support us, simply subscribe to this podcast on your channel of choice. Come, join us along our shared path for today's
1: episode. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Christ. May I speak in the name of God, Creator, Savior, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Just a little um, prelude to my sermon. I'm sweating and I'm a little bit off this morning because I was almost in a great big car accident this morning. And I wasn't, there was no accident, but it was one of those cars swerving all over the highways, and I came right in front of the man. I would have killed him if I hadn't been able to stop in time. So I just want to tell you that because, look, I'm sweating, and <laughs> I'm sort of still coming off of that. So I just, you know, I'm telling you that because that's that's where we are. So. Oh, Yay. thank you. And thank God, and thank God that person is... Uh did you know anyway, thank you very much, yeah, I mean, I was thanking God the rest of the drive, yeah, yeah so these readings today um especially the reading from Isaiah, I was very taken with the uh the reference to the jewels in the reading from Isaiah, the royal diadem um And it made me think about my low church Protestant upbringing because in my upbringing, jewels and things that were flashy and pretty and candles and incense those were for the Catholics those were not for the low church Episcopalians um, we were kind of stern looking people and you know we had our whatever our puritanical or in my case more Germanic you know stoicism and uh, that's what we were about and we were not anyway, frivolous or imaginative. it was just straight on church, right? Straight on serious church. And I've changed over the whole over the course of my lifetime, and I know that we have also changed. Our churches have changed. Uh, Vatican II changed everything for all churches, not just for the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church. Um, we've uh, in our lifetimes, the understandings of each other, are being offered as blessings and not original sin. I mean, that is a, a huge um, change that has happened in our lifetimes. There are Presbyterians who are teaching the rosary and there are UCC ministers using incense, and it's all good. It's all really good for all of us. So I was caught by these references of the jewels and the diadem, that, um, those, those um, beautiful words in, the, in Isaiah. And I started thinking this week about what do those images um, give us when they are referring to God, and more especially when they're referring to God in us, God is us, the incarnation. I don't think of myself as a jewel, I wonder if you think of yourself as a jewel, maybe a dust jewel, I don't know. (laughs) know. But if I could view myself as a jewel, and if you could view yourself as a jewel, I wonder if we both all might gain some insight into how God sees us, how God sees me as a beautiful jewel. The birth that comes into the world at Christmas changes everything. I know that um, most, of, most of you, I, Love Came Down at Christmas is my favorite hymn, but it's not known to many of you, but that's why I put it again in the words of the uh, in the Wednesday message this day, because Love Came Down at Christmas, um, the, the words of that hymn, that's what, for me, a, a friend of mine this week on a hike said to me, what, what do you think about Christmas these days? She's not a religious person. And I said, I think about love coming into our lives again, again, and again, and love coming in in a new way, love the incarnate God, God in us. And it changes everything, it changes everything when we think about God coming in as a little, tiny baby. Changes our view of everything, changes our view of our neighbors. Perhaps a way to think about this is to think about what children know what children know about playing with jewels. You know, you, you've seen children playing with pretty, beautiful things. They're, they're entranced by it. Children and candles. I had a church once where I had a big meditation group with preschoolers and we sat and the, the biggest thing was the candle that we sat around. We sat around a candle and their biggest joy was being able to light and put out the candle. This is something that they, this is a special thing for the children. That children, boys and girls, can think about themselves as prince or princes or rich people, ladies and gentlemen, admiring their sparkle, their worth, giving them the sense, their sense of their place in things. And this view of a child is God's view of us. Not that we have to think of God the Father and us as the small children, but that image that God, that, that children have. Of jewels is the same image that God has of each of us an original blessing um, that we are radiant we are of much value to be admired and emulated and shared and given but more than that this is the view that we are called to have of other people whether it's the person on the median who has his hand out, and you've seen him there for the last year, even if you don't hand him anything, we are called to at least view that person as a jewel of God's original blessing in a, in a terrible state. And that that we do, that we view the person and send a prayer towards them or even nod to them, that is our blessing of them. That's what we are called to do. And we can make it really complicated with theology. And let me assure you, people who study theology love to make things complicated. Or we can adopt a vision which is in itself simple and at the same time profound. A view that says that in the beginning is God and that what is coming into being is life and the life is the light of all people. Take a look at your bulletin from this morning. Take a look at the cover. Take a look at the cover of this bulletin. This bulletin cover tells us something about God the Creator, God the infinite, unimaginable, beautiful Creator which even probably 25 years ago, I would have been run out of the pulpit for saying this. This is something that we didn't say 25 or 40 years ago, that we understand God in the cosmos, that we understand in the things that our telescopes are finding, that that is the infinity of God. Un- understandable. We only see a tiny part of it. And yet there is, there is God in the cosmos. I think some of you know that, I think I've mentioned before, that I'm part of a group called the Integral Christian Network, and I commend it to you. I commend you to look at their website. It's, um, it's about five or six years old, and it's a Christian um, movement. It doesn't really think of itself as an organization, but it's a Christian movement where meditation happens. I'm in a meditation group. We've been sitting together for the last, I've been in the group for two years, every two weeks. One of us leads a meditation. And the meditation is um, about the fact that there is no separation between us. There is no separation between us and God. So it's a mystical understanding of Christianity, which is very compelling. I think I've said, I know I've said here before, it's the part of Christianity that I've been looking for my entire life. It's the part that says there is no separation between us, God is in us and with us. God is us. And in the same way that we wouldn't have been talking about the cover art on the bulletin 25 years ago, I also would never have been ordained if I had said in my ordination interview, "I think God is in God is me. God, there is no separation." There wouldn't have been an ordination. I would have been, you know, whatever. Because that's what the church wants to do, but but what I'm saying is that in this day, in the, on this cusp of this new year, um, with these readings, um, the, the magi are coming, the epiphany is coming, and that we have a chance today and, and every day, but we have a chance in this time and in this place and in this congregation to change the way or to, to enhance the way we think about who we are with God and to let go of some of that old... Baggage that a lot of us were put was put upon us. The, the baggage of us as miserable sinners from our birth. Hogwash. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense anymore. It does for some people. But um, I offer you this: um, it's just the simple, it's not complicated. And um, as a bride adorns herself with her jewels, God adorns us with jewels. And God is us and sees us as the most beautiful diadem. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode on an Episcopal Sermon podcast. May this episode inspire you to apply lessons from these teachings to your everyday life. If you found inspiration in this episode, go ahead. And subscribe to this podcast through the channel of your choice and spread the word. If you would like to see the full service from which today's sermon was drawn, visit our YouTube channel linked in the show notes of this episode. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to donate any amount to our listener support on Anchor or visit the donation page on our website www.churchinalmaden.org org slash donations.